Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan of Milwaukee Association of Commerce, and he's always taking care of business. He is with us on the WTMJ Hotline. Hello, Tim. Yeah, I'm going to be with you. So I'm trying to figure this out. Shared revenue is being debated right now in Madison as we speak. A press conference was just held where they said that no deal has been made yet, but they're talking about it. Reports are that the governor and legislative leaders in both parties have been meeting over the past couple of days. I want to start with this question for you. There are indicators now that a compromise is being worked out and a vote is going to take place in the Assembly today. None of us have seen the bill. Have you seen the bill? Yes. Actually, there was a hearing on the bill um, a couple of weeks ago. It's Assembly Bill 245, if I remember correctly. And that bill has a lot of the core elements in it that are go- that, that I understand are going to the Assembly today for a vote. Remember, this is a long process. The Assembly has to approve it. The Senate has to approve it. The governor has to sign off on it. So this is not atypical of bills where there's a lot of jockeying before it gets to the floor. But the core components that we've been talking about for weeks are in there. I think the new news today is that it seems like the legislature and the governor have agreed, at least on shared revenue, that everybody will get a minimum 15 percent increase. And I think the city and county were like at 10 percent. So that means a little more shared revenue for the city and county, which is good. Um, And then the second part of this was the sales tax. And in order to enact the sales tax, it looks like the assembly version is going to still require a referendum. There had been discussion about, you know, other ways to enact it, maybe a unanimous vote of the common council or two thirds. So I think that piece still has to play out. But, you know, we've discussed this over weeks on the air And the bottom line is there's a clear and present danger to Milwaukee's finances. I think we're getting closer to that clear solution. And I think good progress today from the governor and the legislature, even though the bill going through the assembly, I don't think will be the final version. Tim, I don't want to nitpick this, but I guess I'm going to. You know, you're connected, and that's why we value you, because you have insight and you know these things. You just mentioned three things that are going to change, and there were numerous lengthy amendments that were added to this bill today that I haven't even had time to read because I'm on the air, and yet this is going to go before a vote before any of us really know on substantial pieces of this legislation, which you greatly laid out there, where they stand and what was changed. Is that that typical? That's just, it bothers me. Yeah, I mean, it can bother all of us, but it's not atypical of the process, but you know, this is not a train, I think, that's left the station. It's only left the one part of the of the journey here, and that's the assembly, largely intact um, from what's been discussed, you know, with the referendum and a little upper on shared revenue. Now, there's going to be another hearing in the Senate. The Senate's got to deal with it. Um, and then, you know, the governor. So, so there'll be time. But yeah, this is a challenge with lots of very complicated legislation that it sits around and then it moves really fast and not everybody gets a chance to absorb it. That's very fair criticism. So, Tim, yesterday we had Devin Lemahue, the Senate Majority Leader, on the show, and he said that he doesn't believe this should go to referendum. Everybody I've talked to, everybody who's in a position of authority, except for Robin Voss, the Speaker, says this should not go to referendum, including his Republican counterpart in the Senate. What do you believe happens here? I mean, look into your crystal ball. There's going to have to be somebody's going to have to give somewhere. Yeah, with like lots of legislation, there, there's give and take. And in some cases, it's not even in the same piece of legislation. You're giving up something in one bill because you want something in another bill. 
Um, and I believe the version that's going to pass the assembly will have a referendum and then there'll be some further negotiation. And I'm hopeful that referendum is, is not in the final version of the bill um, because I believe the best way to vote on this, and we've talked about this and we may disagree, is having the common council and the county board and the mayor and, and our local elected leaders, having them make that decision. And also taking into effect that this will affect people who come to visit Milwaukee, who work here every day, that there's a, there's a broad constituency that needs to be included in, in any final decision. But, you know, so, so I don't think the referendum is a hard and fast, it's going to be in the bill and it's going to stay in the bill. Part of what's been discussed and now apparently will not be part of the budget is funding for the much-needed repairs at American Family Field. And the idea of a jock tax is once again being floated as a way to pay for some of this. It would not be enough money, so this is really not a feasible solution. But does MMAC or do you have a position on turning to a jock tax to fund any of this? Yeah, yeah. in part it's what was used to, to justify and to fund Pfizer Forum. So the players, uh, the payroll and the taxes, the income taxes that are paid are what's helping pay off the bonds that were used for Pfizer Forum. So you could look at something similar for uh, American Family Field. But I think the point the governor made was, you know, I'm going to put in 290 million and between the income tax that the players pay and the sales tax at the ballpark, we would pay back that $290 million in about 10 years. So I, I think that the taxes that players pay are an important part about thinking about how we pay for the financing of the enhancements, in this case, of American Family Field. Tim, you want to shift to some positive Good news. I got, uh, that was a good discussion, sir. Oh, definitely. Well, and John isn't kidding. I mean, you you are connected and you are right there in the thick of things. And we appreciate your perspective and helping explain some of these things, even if uh, there seems to be disagreement on the approach. Uh, but the good yeah. news, Milwaukee moves up in the best places to live list. Did you see this in U.S. News and World Report? I, I haven't read the report to great extent, but it's it's great to hear um, that we've moved up the list. You know, my, my flip answer is if we're, if we're really good on a list, it's fantastic, well-researched and well done. If we're not high on a list, it's just cheap and nobody really looked at the details. <laughs> <laughs> well, we jumped 10 spots this year. Now, number 65 of 150 of the best places to live. Yeah. And I would say we're better than 65, but I would agree. You know what? It, if we're moving up, that's that's fantastic. And I think whatever list people put together, you know, you want um, a quality of life that's accessible. You want good education. You want a, a well-funded um, and in in local government and state government that balance their budget. Those are all the things that we can control. We can't control the weather. There are things we can't control. Um, so let's focus on what we can control to make this to help us keep move up move up that list. And a Green Bay, number one, the number one city in the whole country on that very same list. So that's good news for them. Do you have other that's good great. news for the week, Tim? Yeah, my good news for the week, I think I'm thinking about the closing of Cardinal Stretch. And one thing that gets lost there is MSOE. And I think they're a small school with a big impact. They have 2,800 students. Um, they're just adding a new 58,000 square foot um, engineering center. They've put in a $34 million computer science building recently, $14 million upgrade to a direct supply conference room. So it's a small school 
that whose graduates are greatly needed in the community. And I think um, the good news of the week is we should be thankful that we have MSOE in Milwaukee. That is good news. Great point, Tim. Always good to have you. Uh, glad you're back in town. Thanks for being with us. And I guarantee we'll be talking about this uh, sales tax and shared revenue next week.